Animaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and I will be celebrating Thanksgiving at work later today. You guys have already had Thanksgiving, and I hope it was wonderful for you. Uh, I I don't know. I've never been huge on Thanksgiving. Uh, I like... I've never been crazy about turkey because for most of my life I never really had particularly good turkey. The times I have had it, it's been deep fried. Uh, matter of fact, I mentioned last week that Mr. Bo Brown and I had a, some deep philosophical conversations a couple of weeks ago, and that was one of them, was talking about the proper preparation of turkey. And deep fried turkey is the only way to go as far as I'm concerned. But I won't be having any of that tonight. I will instead be having... Uh, some kind of pre-prepared smoked turkey, which I will give my job credit for providing us with dinner on Thanksgiving. Like, that's pretty decent of them. I'm not going to lie. So I hope you guys all had a wonderful day. hope you passed out, fell asleep, and had plenty of... Uh, I don't know what the difference is between stuffing and dressing or if there is a difference. Uh, I suppose in theory, dressing is just stuffing that has actually been up inside the turkey, maybe? I don't know. Uh, but I like that stuff. Uh, I like cranberry sauce. I like it straight out of the can, though. Like, I still want it to be in the shape of the can. And that's really it. Like, those are my big takeaways from Thanksgiving. I, it's just never been a big deal for me. So, uh, you know, I hope everybody had a great time. I didn't. But by the time you're listening to this, I'm on a nice weekend off. And enjoying Black Friday. I hope you guys have Black Friday plans uh, if you have if you are celebrating any of the upcoming holidays. Look, yes, Black Friday is a massively overdone consumer thing, but I love that because as you know if you've been following needless things for any amount of time, I am a consumer. I consume toys and music and movies and and media and everything. I love it. I love it. And I love Black Friday because it's a celebration of stuff. And, yeah, you know, there's a conversation to be had about how awful uh, our obsession with stuff is in America. But whatever. Now's not the time for that conversation. So if you have Black Friday shopping to do, the very best thing you can possibly do is go to Amazon. Because I'm sure they've got big, crazy Black Friday sales. But don't just go straight to Amazon. First, go to NeedlessThingsSite.com. Click on that big Amazon box at the top right corner of the front page and buy everything through there. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And everything you spend, we get a little bit of a kickback to help out with expenses around here. So uh, go to NeedlessThingsSite.com, click on the Amazon box, and do your shopping through there. Now, speaking of shopping... Uh, there's a site that I've been going to for years, BigBadToyStore.com, who I should probably talk to about doing some kind of promotion or or something, sponsoring, advertising, whatever. Uh, but I've been going there for years. They're great. Uh, they're absolutely amazing with pre-orders uh, because you can go and pre-order pretty much any toy or collectible that's coming out. Uh, they get it to you faster than anybody else. They're 
the way that they pack things is amazing. Like I, everything from them is, if there's a condition better than mint, then that's it. Uh, they're, they're just absolutely fantastic. They've been getting my business for at least a decade, probably longer. Uh, oh, and with their pre-orders, if something happens where you decide, oh, you can't buy this thing or you find it somewhere else cheaper or whatever the case may be, uh, you can just cancel it with, with no penalty whatsoever, which I try to do as little as possible. But, you know, that things happen. Sometimes you got to cancel things. I'll tell you, my greatest, one of my great toy regrets I had pre-ordered the Hot Toys, Michael Keaton Batman, and Jack Nicholson Joker uh, through them years ago, whenever those came out. I don't remember, five, six, seven years ago, something like that. I, I had them pre-ordered. And they were very expensive. I think they were like 230 bucks a piece. They, were, they, were, they would have been the most expensive toys I had ever bought at that time. Uh, shit, they probably still would be, now that I'm thinking about it. Um... Maybe not. But anyway, uh, I had them pre-ordered, and I, I, I would go there, and I'd be like, it's oh, a lot of money. Uh, I don't think I should do that, uh, but I'm going to leave it. And then eventually I finally canceled them, and they came out, and I don't have those figures, and now they're like 500 bucks each. Really fantastic. And they've got a Black Friday sale going on right now. And, man, you guys know I'm not collecting Transformers anymore. Not really. Like, if I see something super awesome like the Cosmo that came out recently, I'll pick it up. But, man, they've got some of the Masterpiece Transformers on sale there. And there, it's not most of them aren't a huge sale, but there's significant discounts, like 25 to 40% off. And you guys, there's uh, Shattered Glass Optimus Prime that's purple and green of all colors, right? And then the Masterpiece Shockwave, which I want so bad. And man, I sat there and looked at those things for a while. But there's there's tons of other stuff there, and I don't know why I'm putting this site over for no compensation, but I am because it's a great site. And if you're a toy collector, well, you probably already know about it. But like maybe if you've come across it and been like, ah, oh, I don't know, no, they're fantastic. Uh, like I said, the way that they ship things is remarkable. Uh, everything has been absolutely pristine. Coming, as a matter of fact, I ordered the Funko Jaws collection from them. And even though those are, you know, those little reaction cards are, are pretty flimsy, but they are perfect. The, the the holes weren't punched in them. I mean, obviously they shouldn't be, but just absolutely gorgeous. So BigBadToyStore.com, Black Friday sale. If if you don't go to NeedlessThingsSite.com and click on Amazon, go to BigBadToyStore.com and check out the stuff they've got on sale because there's tons of it. And finally, uh, if we're being thankful... I'm going to run down some things that I'm thankful for, uh, even though Thanksgiving was yesterday. I, I'm, well, for you guys, it was yesterday. For me, it's, uh, today and on. But, uh, I am thankful for my incredible family. I am thankful, uh, for my incredible, unbelievable, wonderful, magical group of friends. Uh, I, you'll, you'll hear more about this at some point. There's a project that's sort of still underway that you guys will, will hear more about, but the project took a turn basically because of how wonderful all of the people that I know are. Uh, so I'm, I'm thankful for the needless commentary team. I'm thankful, uh, for, for my, my partner, my game show partner in crime, Dana, 
Uh, I'm thankful for everybody who's ever done anything for Needless Things, all the writers there, Jerry uh, and Christina and Beth, and just I'm very fortunate that I have a lot of just great, talented, lovely people in my life. I'm thankful for that. Uh, and, and finally, to end on a on a bit of a shallow consumerist note, I'm thankful for this gigantic room uh, full of toys and awesome stuff. I'm thankful for that. And I'm also thankful that every single week, well, almost every week, sometimes we have little little different music. I'm also thankful that almost every week we have music from my pals, The Mystery Men, which you can find at themysterymenofsurf.com. Or if you go to Facebook and look for The Mystery Men, uh, it might even be Mystery Men Surf there, but you know how the Google works now. So you can go check out The Mystery Men, listen to their music, and right now I'm going to play some of, it for, some of it for you. But first, I suppose I should tell you what today's episode is about. It's about Justice League. Uh, everybody got together and we discussed the Justice League movie. And you might be surprised at some of the responses. On this episode, uh, we've got our pal Jason returning. He hasn't been on in over a year, I think. Arian is on. Mike Gordon is on. And uh, finally, Ryan Cadaver and Nicole Gould, the Battle Cougar, uh, all talking about Justice League. We're definitely going to enjoy it. We had a great time talking about the movie. But I think you will be surprised at some of the responses. So here's the Mystery Men. And after that... Justice League! Alright, so we're going to talk about Justice League, which I was expecting to have a little more debate than we're apparently going to have. But that's okay. We're uh, we're all sitting here live in the Phantom Zone because that's the only way to discuss a movie like Justice League that mm-hmm. we've been waiting. And if you think about it, we've kind of been waiting our whole lives for this movie, or at least if you're yeah. a DC Comics fan. I definitely have. You have? Yeah, for sure. Uh, hey, there we go. And we've just been joined by Jason, but also here, our pal Arian. Hey, how's it going? Mike Gordon. Howdy. Ryan Cadaver. What's up? And Battle Cougar. Hi. <laughs> okay, so let's just move past the questionable history of <laughs> modern DC Comics movies. It's a good idea. Shall we? We know we know some of us like them. Well, no, I guess it is important, though, going into talking about this one to know how we felt it previously. Is. Without yeah. getting into too much detail... Just, Just in general... A quick sentence or two. Yeah. Uh, Battle Cougar, a.k.a. Nicole, how do you feel in general about the previous DC movies? Uh, I enjoyed them probably a, a lot more than others did. Um, but I, I, I did, you know, I was aware of their weaknesses as well. Right, right. Which ones are you talking about, though, specifically? Oh, I'm talking about, like... The ones Superman, that are part of Man of Steel. I really, Batman really enjoyed Superman. Man of Steel. Well, no, I was asking that because I know she loved Wonder Woman. So. Oh, Wonder Woman is, I mean, yeah. like, it's beyond reproach. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, Man of Steel I was was really good. Batman versus Superman. Uh, I enjoyed theatrically. Didn't There's a lot of things that didn't quite make sense. And then I saw the director's cut. 
and it made so much more sense, and it really improved the entire experience for me. So I like it much better after seeing the director's cut. That's basically the same conversation I was having with Mike before you guys got here. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, what about you? Uh, about the same, sir. Like, so I, I, I will say, when I saw, like, when I saw Man of Steel, I remember thinking to myself, and I'll, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I was like, this is this is the best Superman movie ever made. And I still believe that, which a lot of people do not. But I really love that movie. Uh, when I saw Batman vs Superman, I saw it, and I had been reading a lot of a lot of comics leading up to that, and a lot of the New Fifty Two stuff as well. And I was like, I see what they're trying to do, and I appreciate how big this story is trying to be. But it's just not going to work for for normal audiences because it's not like a fun movie. It's not like a fun superhero movie which you would think it would be. So I, I came out of it being like, I liked it and people were going to hate it. Which I was totally right. <laughs> <laughs> and Wonder Woman, I really liked Wonder Woman. Yeah, I think across the board we all agree Wonder Woman was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Man of Steel, uh, I feel like there's a really, really good version of Man of Steel in some universe somewhere that doesn't have the Kent, the parents in it at all. Because <laughs> that me, was the worst part. They're the yeah, worst part I of agree. the whole thing. Specifically, Kevin Costner. Specifically, yeah, Kevin yes, Costner. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't Diane want, Lane's I don't not bad. Diane Lane's okay. Uh, although there's like she's not like she doesn't really add anything, but she doesn't really detract. And I feel like Kevin Costner actively makes it a worse movie. Yeah, I agree. I totally. Yeah. Agree. And uh, and I also really don't like the score for that movie. That bothers me a lot too. Like I can, as I sit, Hans Zimmer, yeah, it's nutty because like the score, the score for Blade Runner twenty forty nine is so good. Well, Hans Hans Zimmer is great, and the thing is, the Man of Steel score is tremendous, but not for for Superman, not for that movie. Like that just it didn't make any sense. That's for that's for Uh, Zack Snyder's sepia tone Superman, bro. But (laughs) (laughs) who who the crap wants uh, to follow John Williams? I know. Yeah. I mean, that's tough. And which, and then Ooh, made the yeah. wise choice not to with, with <laughs> Justice League. But yeah. and then uh, Batman vs Superman, like you said, Nicole, the, the the ultimate cut or whatever it's called. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It makes a that, huge that's difference a in that story. Movie. Yeah. Whereas and, the theatrical release, there was some stuff that I was like, all right. I mean, yeah. looks cool. Well, um, and, and you, then when they when it all came together, I was like, oh. And you get a much better idea of the fact that Superman's actually a hero. Yeah. And with, with the, I mean, they cut out the scenes of him being heroic and being concerned. Like, in the regular cut, uh, the Senate Senate blows up or whatever. And and Superman's like, "Eh." eh. Yeah, but then in the in the uh, full version, Superman. you actually get him like it's it's. And they what? completely cut out the fact that they're manipulating. Um, the dude in the wheelchair. The press. Yeah, the and well, everything. Yeah, the everything yeah. was much more cohesive. But the bottom line is, uh, overall, I enjoy those. I watched uh, Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice prior to watching Justice League, and. I mean, I enjoy them. I enjoy them, except for the parts that are shitty. And I acknowledge there are parts that are shitty. Uh, the funny thing about Man of Steel, though, is if if you've seen Man of Steel once, and since then your the entirety of your experience with it is the internet. <laughs> if you watch it again now, you're going to be shocked that his costume is red and blue because it is. <laughs> it's brighter than the internet thinks it is. Like it's not. As washed I didn't even know out. that was a thing. What's that? Did like people were complaining about the 
color tones. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. People talk about how subdued it is and how they want the costume it, to be it brighter. It's blown out of proportion. It's way yeah, out of yeah. proportion. Because yeah. watching it, I was actually shocked the other night when I watched it. I was like, wait, this is fine. I, I, what like, are people I, even talking about? I will acknowledge, like, I do not like Zack Snyder, but there are people who have, like, an irrational hate boner for him. Yeah. Well, there are people that just like to complain about you. But anyway, yeah. I, I, w- uh, I like the movies, but, you know, they're not the movies I would have made. Uh, but, you know. Uh, Mike Gordon. I think it's funny how we're all, like, talking about, like, that this is, like, the fourth movie in the DC Cinematic Universe when there's actually been five. Like, nobody's mentioning Suicide Squad. Yeah, and well, <laughs> Suicide Squad doesn't, it doesn't pertain to Justice League, really. Yeah. I, I have guess um, it kind of does, but, I mean, it Flash does. is in it. Yeah. Huh? The Flash is in it. Uh, yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, it okay. counts. It's 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 Narr- narratively full disclosure. I haven't seen it, uh, but yeah, if you, I mean, if you want to talk about Suicide Squad, it's it's my favorite. As, aside from Justice League, it's my favorite of them. Hmm. I uh, I, I love Suicide yeah, Squad. I've watched it, it. several times so now. Fun. I think it's exactly what it's supposed to be. I don't know what people it's wanted a, out of it that it made them fun, so angry. Fun action. Well, movie. there was a lot well, of like I think that in like granted. Again, full disclosure, I haven't seen Suicide Squad. It seems like it would make more sense to have your movie about your heroes, Batman vs. Superman, even though they are facing off, be more lighthearted and less grim dark, and your movie about your psychopathic squad of villains that are forced together be less happy-go-lucky and be a little bit more grim dark. But... Apparently, in the DC actually, universe, I don't actually agree with that. I think if you make, elbow. I think if you make a movie about villains, it needs to be more fun because otherwise, how do you invest in the villains? Yeah, it it needs to be a little more lighthearted yeah, because you're siding with material thieves. Can't make uh, Harley dark and all that. I mean, she is fun. That's what yeah, she yeah, was for when sure. He, in the Batman the animated series, mm-hmm. she was fun. That's what we enjoyed. Yeah, but in the Arkham games, she's. It gets pretty dark with her. Like, there's yeah. a potential there. For, well, in a good writer's hands, any character can be anything. Yeah, but sure. the, the good writer is the whole missing equation. Uh, but anyway, so Suicide Squad. Up until, in my mind, up until Wonder Woman, all the other, all the other three were uh, inconsistent. There was some good things about them, and some really not good things about mm-hmm. them. And. You know, um, depending on which side of the fence I was falling on, like for Man of Steel, there was more not good than good. Uh, with Batman v Superman, especially extended cut, it was about even, maybe a little bit more negative stuff. Uh, Suicide Squad was probably about even, but then Wonder Woman was just perfect in in every mm-hmm. way that I can think of, um, except for maybe just a couple. But still, like you know, uh, the best of the best. I like the fact that. Even before Wonder Woman came out, they were, they, the, they, the studios had made, you know, they made the decision, Jeff Johns got involved, and they were going to make things a little different as far as the DCU goes. They weren't going to make it full, like, full on like Marvel, but they were definitely going to point the, the series in a different direction. And you can definitely see that happening with Justice League, but that was the concern, which, you know, was like, how is that going to work? How is that transition going to work? Because you're going to take the stuff that they've already established and now make it a little bit different. So, I mean, I had a lot of weird expectations about Justice League before. 
But I've been... I can't say I was ecstatically happy about the DC Cinematic Universe over... But after Wonder Woman, I was much hopeful. Or yeah. Much more hopeful about it. And that's what she's all about. Yeah, I don't think anybody was ecstatically happy. I don't no. think anyone looked at those movies, even those of us that liked them. Yeah, I don't like, think looked at them and thought, that's yeah. what I would have yeah. done. Yeah, you, like you weren't saying this is best case scenario. No, right. no, 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 no. Right. absolutely right. not. So, and, and that's a, that's the shame because these characters, you know, I mean, on the one hand, you can say it's they're just comic book movies, whatever. But I mean, for a lot of us, these characters are really important. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, Batman is a really important. He might be a fictional well, character, but he's really an important in, fictional character. In my personal opinion, and and I think if you pulled the Earth, most people would agree that Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are bigger than anything Marvel has, except maybe Spider Man. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. And yet, <laughs> look where we are. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's the real thing. It's like you know, well, that's a that's a huge expectation to have. Yeah. when you're making something, it's like you know, it, it's like saying, oh, it's a good movie, but it's just not a good Batman movie. Well, that's fine if you're making just any other movie, but if you're making a Batman movie, it better be a amazing movie. Yeah. See, I do think that he nailed, like, Zack Snyder nailed all the Batman parts of Batman vs. Superman. Like, the warehouse fire. Except for the murder. Except for the murder. Except for all the murder. Except for all the murder. Except for him not being smart enough to know about stuff. When you see him appear, like, in the the house, whenever uh, there's the hostages in the basement, and you see him in the ceiling, he's up in the ceiling, I was like, this is, like, the most Batman shit I've ever seen. Visually. Yeah, it was very cool. And, like, it reminded me a lot of the Arkham games. Yeah. Oh, dude, that fight scene in the warehouse was straight out of an Arkham game. Yeah. Which, which is, is one of the, the, mur- one of the murders, not so cool. The murders are not the, like when he drives his car through that guy's head. <laughs> that's not <laughs> the best Batman moment we've ever uh, seen. Hey, it, it, it was dark. That's it like going. I don't know why. I'm like, whatever, kill him. Well, it's it, it's all about your your level of acceptance because I mean, if if I'm going to enjoy the Michael Keaton Batman movies where he murders lots of people, yeah, then yeah. I have to accept this one as well. All right, sure. but let's we're we're here to talk about the present and the future, not the past as much. So let's uh, go ahead, Arian. I think I, I'll be real brief on this. Uh, <laughs> I liked Wonder Woman a whole lot. I feel like it's one of the best modern day superhero movies since the superhero boom started back with Iron Man. Uh, I thought Man of Steel was mediocre, and I thought Batman vs. Superman was an incoherent mess that should be taken out of that shot. <laughs> were, um, you the, were you on the, were you on the franchise, uh, um, the, when we did, when you did your podcast? And then Sean did his podcast? Yeah, I was, on the uh, anti- I was on the anti with <laughs> Chad. We were both on the yeah. Sean podcast. Ah, very nice. Uh, okay. I think that, yeah, and like, I, in full disclosure, I haven't seen the extended cut, but I don't know, like, in what world I'm going to give. I don't think it would change your mind. No. 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 Like, it, it would, like, it might make things more coherent, which would be appreciated, but at the same time, like... I feel like I'd, I'd be at the same place at the end of it. So anyway, like I felt like there was one really bad movie, one mediocre movie, and one great movie. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And one movie you didn't see. And one movie I didn't see because <laughs> I, I, I have like a fucking visceral hate reaction of Jared Leto. Like Blade Runner is my favorite mm-hmm. movie ever, and he nearly ruined Blade Runner 2049 for me. Like I walked out of the theater gun. 
fucking hate that guy. I don't understand how you can feel that way about Jordan Catalano and his dreamy eyes. <laughs> Jason, how do you feel about the prior uh, DCU? DCU? Wonder Woman is the best, I think, major consensus. Sure. Suicide Squad was second, Man of Steel third, Batman vs. Superman last. Yeah. Until Justice League. Kind of shifts things up a little. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, so you, like, almost literally just got out of the theater, right? Yes. Aaron, you saw it yesterday. I saw it yesterday afternoon. I was going to try and I would like to see it again. Yeah. Uh, I had to take a bathroom break. So, like, there's, like, three or four minutes that I'm missing that, like, might change a few interpretations of a few things. You know, it's uh, funny you mention that because I've, as I'm getting older... One of my treats going to the movie theater is I get the giant size yeah. raspberry diet coke, yeah. uh, which inevitably leads to me missing seven or eight minutes of every yeah. movie that I see. So it's Same. actually kind of fun when I get the Blu-ray and sit down and watch it again. I'm like, oh, did they add a new scene in? Oh, <laughs> or I'm like, wait, that makes sense now yeah. because I missed that before. Yeah, and like I feel like I missed like I actually pissed twice, and I feel like. I missed a good Alfred and Batman scene, and also like a good Aquaman scene. And I'll get I'll get into it later, but like sure. of the three like new introduced heroes, like Flash, Cyborg, and Aquaman, Aquaman was kind of my least favorite. It's interesting. That's that's what I've been hearing, uh, Mike. You saw it this morning. Saw it this morning, so and you're I also was happy fresh to out see of the that. It, yep, and I was happy to see that there was a really good crowd. Yeah, there was um, a good crowd. Yeah, yeah for me too. Um, and uh, even happier that uh, no matter how you know we feel about it, um, the audience applauded at the end. Same. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Same. I was like, that's yeah. times we saw that's yeah. that. I think you know that doesn't happen very often, and yeah. uh, I thought that was pretty telling. That people were applauded. pretty happy enough to. To, to clap, so it, it you know it. You know, a lot of people might have been like, "Well, we're not really sure about this," but it looks like it's it's doing what it's supposed to do. We we had a really high audience too. We saw it Thursday night, uh, oh, yeah, and we we got. It was interesting because I, it's fresh in my mind, but I don't know that I've seen a movie in the last couple of years that people reacted so much to. There were a lot of like, "Yeah" moments uh, at the end. I'm trying to think exactly what it was. Oh, when uh, Superman year. Superman delivered his line about uh, justice yeah. and truth. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Woo! Oh, like yeah. The whole theater. <laughs> that and, like, like the, uh, when they have, like, the hero pose with all six of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, awesome. we had a very reactive crowd, and it was a lot of fun to watch it that this, way. The second time we saw it, this woman next to us was actually crying at, like, the Superman parts. Was like just like oh my god, it's Superman. And then when the Deathstroke thing happens, which you know, oh yeah, yeah, everybody she lost her mind. She was standing up, dancing in the room. She was like Deathstroke. Oh my god, yeah, Yeah. Deathstroke's in this bitch. Yeah, I was, I was really impressed. He was just on TV last week, like two days ago. (laughs) Well, she was she was cheering for Joe Manganiello. Yeah. Um, I was actually impressed with our theater because the, th- the rest of the theater realized it was Deathstroke before I did because it was like it was just crossed swords and people were immediately like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "Wait, is that? Oh, oh wow!" <laughs> I, I read like 
a while ago that he's going to be like the villain in the next Batman movie, I think. Yeah, but I don't think that's... I don't think anything other than Aquaman is for sure... Well, Aquaman and Wonder Woman, too. Yeah. Or for sure at this point. Aren't we supposed to get a Justice League movie next year? No. No. Oh, I thought we were getting... If it it happens. Gotcha. I think it'll happen. I think this one's going to do really well, and I think Wonder Woman 2 will do really well. Yeah. See, this one, apparently the, the opening weekend's not doing too hot, but I'm thinking word of mouth's going to get out, because a lot of people are not seeing it because of the reviews. And, uh, like, we actually talked to the guy at the mall, like, we were walking out, and this guy's all drunk, and he's, like, hanging outside one of the bars, and he's like, did y'all go see Justice League? And I'm like, hell yeah, second time. He's like, is it good? He's like, I went and got a refund on my tickets and got drunk because I read that it was bad. And I'm like, well, you're an idiot. You're a dumbass. <laughs> right, yeah, and I, that boggles my mind I know. how much power, like, Rotten Tomatoes and yes. all those bullshit sites have. Yeah. Like, that's well, really bothering me. I, critics in general. I, like, I actually, when, like, you said you wanted to do a podcast, I was like, I specifically kind of went into media blackout mode. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, because, like, obviously oh. I have preconceived notions about Zack Snyder in specific, and, like, other than those preconceived notions, like, I also knew Josh came in to edit, and, like, there had been some reshoots. But, like, other than that, and, like, general overview of plot, I didn't really know that much, and I was fine with that. Yeah. Like, I'd seen the trailers, and, like, I didn't read any reviews ahead of time. I felt like I went in with fairly fresh eyes, and I was pleasantly surprised. I feel like the fact that it was shorter than the other movies helped it kind of stay on task better. Yeah, it. I was amazed. I mean, it it came in just under two hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. it got a lot done. And it really efficiently, like we, I personally, I felt like I had a great grasp on every character, even beyond you know already being familiar with them from the comics. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and which, like I wasn't like too familiar with Cyborg. Like, just as, like, a more casual DC fan. Yeah, yeah. Like, Flash, Wonder Woman, uh, Batman, obviously, and Superman, I'm pretty familiar with, and Aquaman's the dude that talks to fish. Uh, <laughs> everybody knows. Not the fish, it's the water. Yeah. Uh, so... You know that now. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> so, yeah. But, like, I actually... I thought Cyborg was great. Dude. He was... He was. A, I think he was one of the most interesting characters in I the whole movie. I think that, like... Thought. A lot of that was choice of actor. I think that dude's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Born he, to play that role. he definitely carried the role yeah. because the old, that was one of the few things I had a little trouble getting past in the movie is the fact that Cyborg looked like a pile of gray turds for most of the movie. <laughs> oh, the, the, the CG on him. Oh, my gosh. Well, it, but not it's just the, the CG. Busyness it's the design. design. It's the yeah. busyness. Like, I just hated the design. Too much going on. But... Yeah. It paid off at the end because we get that nice shot of him, like when he finally does agree to hey, go to the lab. He's like, "I'm gonna he's stop doing something." Right. That's mainly because he had more control of the suit. Yeah, right. By this, he because that's one of the things they explain. Yeah, it's like you know, he shoots up with the chest. I couldn't do that yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's that's yeah, still evolving. One. Yeah. yeah. But we still had to look at a pile of gray turds for the whole movie. Sure. Yeah, um, you have to don't make fun of <laughs> you, you do have to re like you know you have to let go of because look I mean as long as I've been reading comics you know I mean I started with the Super Friends 
and this is not the Super Friends. Right. You know, I've been wanting to see the Super Friends on the big screen live action since I was a kid. Yeah. This is, and this is, like, the Justice League, and it's the same, like, six or whatever, but it's like, you know, Aquaman's a little different than I remember him, you know? Um, <laughs> so you have to kind of... drinking edgy dude. You have to, <laughs> you have to let all that go. Like, Barry Allen is, like, he's going through the same, like, characteristics of Barry Allen, but he's played completely differently than any Barry Allen I've ever seen. I thought that was going to bother me, but I was really impressed with Ezra Miller. And like, I really was. He annoyed the shit out of really? me. Really? Really? Wow. Wow. It I looked... He was, he was funny. Yeah. But... I think oh, the whole man. the whole him being yeah, like I, I liked y- him a lot yeah I liked him a lot I thought yeah, him being like the he young he was really gawky and insecure in a good way okay did you guys notice and and this also was and I'll I'll stop bagging on Flash uh, was he supposed to be running like a doofus or was it the his running suit didn't... being because uh, did you notice it, like there were, I had some issue with some of the special effects not just from Steppenwolf but. Some of the Flash special effects, I thought. Well, the special effects didn't bother me. It was it was literally improved. just him running. He I think he ran like run Forrest like a speed Gump. skater. Like it was like a speed skating. Thing. Is that what it was supposed yeah. to be? But it did look like he was Phoebe from Friends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the first time I watched the movie, I was like, "What is? What the hell is up with him running?" Well, and you guys have seen it twice now. Yeah, so and then the second time, perspective. I don't know if, if I heard someone say that or or if it was like a, a light bulb or something, but I think. Because he says I'm a competitive uh, ice dancer, competitive ice dancer, really competitive ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's like a speed skating. Like if you watch when he's about to um, race Superman, yeah, like he gets in like a speed skater, yeah, uh, yeah. like thing. the uh, Olympic thing, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Um, they must that's have a good point. Movement. The podcast yeah. can right, see right. this thing that I'm doing here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's but, it's an excellent <laughs> recreation of a Barry yeah. Allen. Race but I, that's what exactly I think like it was like a speed Interesting. skating. Okay, and I but will yeah, say it's this. Annoying as hell. I will say this though. Uh, it looks dorky. I, the suit didn't bother me as much as I thought it would. No, no, no. I like the suit. It was like the uh, the most recent Power Rangers movie. Like when I saw the pictures, I was like, "That looks dumb as shit." Yeah. And then I saw it in action, and I was like, "That's eh, not bad." Like I still want him to get an upgrade if they do another one. Yeah. yeah. But in the context of the movie, I was like, "Okay, I, I can deal with it." Especially it, none of them bothered me in the movie, but I don't want like figures of them because they don't. I don't think they look that cool. Like, I don't think, I that, like, really the Flash, like, I, and it didn't bother me while I was watching it, but I'm like, I, I still, like, I, I don't want a stills shot of that, like, on right, my right. desk and look at that, because I just don't find that. It's visually, not cool like, looking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't find them visually appealing. You were saying about Cyborg, same thing. Um, the others are okay. I, I, I like the Bat I find, I find Wonder Woman yeah, visually the appealing, but yeah. that's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 I would exactly. take, so did Aquaman. Yeah, uh, yeah I would take a, a life-size... Yeah, actually, Aquaman. I like I like Aquaman's I liked Aquaman's armor quite a bit. I, 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 I actually like liked I liked him like before he got the armor. Like after he got the armor, he's like, eh, it's too busy. Uh, no, I, I like the armor. I thought it looked pretty badass. I yeah, I like uh, that. Uh, while we're talking about Aquaman, uh, what did you guys think of the scene with him and Mira? Uh, Mira yeah. was awesome. She right? was like that, her water magic. Uh, she business. was depicted. Very well, and I—I I mean, I had no trouble recognizing her. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and she lived up to every. Like, I never thought I'd see a live-action Mira. Like, yeah, I just never perfect. thought, and that, and and I'm like, I now, 
even more so, like for the Aquaman movie, I'm more excited be- if they say that Mira's in it. She's definitely going to be in it. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's, that's yeah. what I want to see. I'm not just because she's a hot woman, but I feel like know, that was almost like a little trailer for Aquaman. As a character, and the. And the, the banter between them and everything, I'm like, I want to see more of that. It seemed to me that the scene between Arthur and Mera was kind of a setup for the Aquaman yeah. movie. Yeah. Because yeah. They, that was the they laid time. down a lot of expedi- exposition in they like did. a minute. Yeah, that was. I thought that the chemistry <laughs> that he had yeah, you're like, what? with her and the scenes between them made me want to watch. Like, I thought that was the best use of Aquaman in the movie. Like, yeah. I think I was kind of... Aquaman, I was I was expecting more from his character in the movie. Yeah. Like he I didn't really like, do like he doesn't have like a moment. I feel like he was mostly. Uh, one moment I feel I like he was mostly used in general to like fuck with other characters. Yeah, like, I mean he's the guy that comes in. He goes, God. "My man," and he's like, "Hello." Like he's just like he's like the guy that does like the little catchphrases or like I can dig it. Like he's just this guy that does these these like. You want a talking doll that like has he these random did, thing thing. He did have his moment though, and yeah. you got to be talking yeah. about him was, sitting on the last. I thought it was yeah. 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 Well, yeah. But I mean, as, as far as action goes, yeah, yeah, like action yeah, goes, yeah. like like in the big I don't know, fight he at the, the end guy through a building. That was pretty sweet. In the, it would have been cool if I didn't see in the trailer, but it didn't but. do anything to further. Like everybody at the end should have had their moment, as in like they're working together as a team, and without any one of these components, it fails. Right. Yeah. But and he, but the rest of them kind of did. But he didn't do any. He was just an extension of what Wonder Woman was doing. Yeah, like he I was kind of like thought that one A Wonder Woman. Yeah, like he's, <laughs> he, he was like, uh, here's a badass super soldier who's you know from this ancient race, but not quite as cool as Wonder Woman. There should have because I was kind of thinking that Wonder Woman can take Steppenwolf on her own. Like I'm pretty sure she like. Obviously, she's going to have a hard time with it, but I'm pretty confident that left to her own devices, while anything else going on, putting the two of them in the ring, Wonder Woman can take care of the CGI guy, right? But she did take Ares on her own. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I'm like, so she, she shouldn't have a problem with this guy. So you don't really need Aquaman for that. He should have had a moment in that yeah, like battle where there was like a even. water supply nearby yeah, he's or got something. No water. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just like he's got no like, there's a big like, water. Yeah, like my, there's no water here. So. Oh, I owe everybody a beer. <laughs> so, but I thought he was used okay. Like he was probably my—I don't want to say my least favorite, but I was—I was hoping for more. I'll, I'll say both. this: like, I was the least impressed with him. Yeah. Thinking about yeah. how many new characters they're introducing in this movie, like I'm still in shock at how well they pulled it off. So yeah, I'm not yeah, like they they did. picky they, about that because I was like, how are they going to introduce like Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, like all these characters? And Mira and like all like how are they going to well, do this? But they they did it with very little. They got away with it though because of that scene that people like to mock so much. Oh, I in like Dawn of Justice, yeah. uh, that that showed us those faces, made them part of the universe. Yeah. So going into this movie, mm-hmm. you are we know who they that, are. Like already. that was my like one of my least problematic moments. Of Dawn of Justice. <laughs> a lot of people jump on that, they do. and and well, to me, that's a. I, I feel like if if that's one of your main problems with Dawn of Justice, like maybe like reevaluate what you didn't like about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so. Uh, Jason, we're Flash, Flash and Aquaman. How are how are these guys? Flash, to you? I like. I know Rad Ranger probably wouldn't like Flash because he makes fun of brunch. 
Uh, <laughs> he doesn't even know what brunch is. Yeah. What's what what brunch? Do you wait for like an hour, hour? and then have lunch? <laughs> and then the Superman fly free. You gotta buy a brunch if all of five thousand. Yeah, that was a nice callback. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I like Flash. Wasn't expecting it. Aquaman, my least favorite, because honestly, I thought the entire time I'm listening to him talk, I'm like, he's channeling Matthew McConaughey. That's all he's doing. I almost want to hear him go, all right, all right, all right, or something like that. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. He was just, I was expecting him to be a little more bombastic, uh, because a lot of what we saw in the trailers was him doing the, yeah, like fighting and jumping and seeming exciting. Yeah. But he was just kind of broody. I was like, eh. I don't know. Well, well he I, was fine. Yeah. But it's surprising. After seeing Justice League, it is very surprising to me that he's the one getting a movie next. Well, he is, I mean, but acting-wise, I mean, he's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the name. Yeah, the he's the third biggest name ever. Absolutely. Right? So, Absolutely. Yeah. So... I, uh... I think he'll actually be good, like, in his own setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. It wasn't bad it was by any means. No. just up against of, like, of, of the, the qualities of the other characters. Turn down the surfer vibe on him a little bit. I don't even, I don't even mind that, yeah. really. Yeah. That's fine, but I just need him to be... I, well, I, I wanted Brave and the Bold Aquaman. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what I'm always going to want. From now on, <laughs> I did help. really like the the recruitment scene. Like whenever he showed up in the in the village yeah. and was talking to them, they had the mural of Aquaman. Like that that whole scene, I thought was fantastic. Like I thought that was a good way to set him up. And you're I, like, I actually liked the earlier stuff with uh, like that scene. Him and Diana and, working together. No, and then the scene where. Uh, Specifically with Aquaman, like the scene, like in the village, and then where he rescues the dude off the ship, yeah, mm-hmm. and dumps him off, and discovers like pure demon muck, yeah. So he's got to go to Atlantis. Like up until like he rejoined the team, I thought like he was way more interesting. And then like once he was in the team setting, he just became like the guy that made fun of everybody, which like I'm fine with in real life. But, <laughs> <laughs> you saw? Did you see a little bit of you in there? Like making fun of everybody. I haven't lost, I haven't I mean, lost that look, much weight. When I look at Arian, I see Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Totally. Okay, personality wise, not love wise. <laughs> yeah. line, line forms over there, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, they, they seemed like they were making a, an effort to make him the Wolverine of the team. Yeah. Yeah, that's not really what Aquaman's role should be. Yeah. So there's a little bit of. But they don't have anybody else available to be that character. Yeah. Um, he just kind of got shoehorned into it. Yeah, well, Which kind is, of. I well, mean, unless they bring Green Arrow in. Yeah. You When you've got Batman on your team, you don't need Wolverine. Well, no, but Batman's the driving force in this narrative. Yeah. He's the one. I think, like, they're, I think they're setting I up the going forward guy. I think they're setting up Wonder Woman to be the driving force. Oh, I mean that was part of the story of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean every well, I every three minutes, every three year. minutes there was a shot of Gal Gadot smiling. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that was definitely and, well, well, and they even have the conversation where Batman's saying, you know, you're you you have, you have to you're the leader. Yeah, you're but, it. Well, your movie well, did the best, so you got yeah, right. You made the most money out of all of us. So well, you must lead us. I do think, though, it's well. I do think going forward, though, if if history of the league is any indication, the real leader is always going to be Superman. Yeah, I mean, it, it well, starts and ends. And it kind of, uh, kind of, even in this, feeling. right? Because they they basically said, without Superman, we are not going to stand a chance. Well, and, and like, and that's 
this is my biggest problem with anything involving Superman, and, and this is my biggest problem with this movie, is that he was interesting up until he showed up. And really? Then, oh, really? Man, wow. yeah. 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 I, I, I Because they were, they were evenly, if not overmatched, and then he shows up to fight Steppenwolf, and he's just like... <laughs> It's okay, guys. I got this, and he just basically beats the shit See, out. of See, I Steppen thought they did a good job with that because Superman had a thing he had to do other than fight Steppenwolf. Right, and like yes. I'm saying, yeah. they made it a point to make it part of that. But like once he did show up, the rest of them became less interesting. Well, and the premise oh, of the movie is like the the boxes are only activated when Superman is dead. So it's like, yeah. which yeah, I do have a problem with. What about those do several this? thousand yeah, know, years right? when we he wasn't there? We can't do this if... But maybe we had a Green Lantern at that time. That <laughs> oh, might be what it is. Seeing Green Lantern in this movie was pretty no, awesome. That was no, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had was no cool. idea I that either. was going to happen. <laughs> I didn't either. I was like, I'm glad I did. And then it was some weird alien Green Lantern. Which apparently is based on an actual comic. I figured it was. Because there have only been 37,000 Green Lanterns in comics over years. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we've got this many to choose from. Alan Moore... Let's make up our own. Alan Moore alone created, like, 800 <laughs> Green Lanterns. Let's make, well, a, let's new make one. a new one. Yeah. Now, okay, so we're talking about Green Lantern, same scene. Was that Shazam, or was that Zeus? No, that was Zeus. Oh, was Zeus? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure about that either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that scene was awesome. That scene yeah. was incredible. Yeah. 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 Holy they, crap. They, they tap into this sort of Lord of the Rings in this, mo- oh, totally. in this movie, and you're like, that going, scene. you're like, whoa, this is like... And then, this is what I love about DC as a whole. Because it, Marvel gets a lot of credit for bringing everything real world. It takes place in New York. And it right. takes place with real characters. And it's like, sometimes you just don't want that. Sometimes you want your superheroes to be just completely fantasy. Yeah. Well, and, this, and DC always, I think, that's where they are, their strength is. Their yeah. strength is the multiverse. Their strength is fantasy. Their yes. strength is iconic figures that you want to aspire to, not that you can relate to, but that, that you aspire to be. Well, that was actually one of Although my issues. Although that was issues. really Chernobyl, though, where, where, oh, yes. where everything yeah. went yes. down. They yes. were just like, yes. gold or something. Oh, yeah, they'll steal something. stuff from yeah. the real world, no no doubt. That was but. one of my issues, actually, with Dawn of Justice, with the, was that they used, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and, right. and, and, like, that... DC doesn't ground things like that. Yeah, the, the, yeah they the, do a the, knockoff. The little, the little, the little like uh, tabloid thing that shows Prince that. and Bowie. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that's fun. I was kind of like, okay, that. that's about as far as I want you to go. Well, yeah. and, and those guys exist across the multiverse anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> of course. That's Z- Ziggy Stardust is everywhere. Right, yeah, absolutely. In every uh, before before we get too far away from it, because I don't want to forget this. Okay, and you guys have seen it twice now. You mm-hmm. probably know uh, at the end. Cyborg and Superman are working together to pull the mother boxes apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they finally do. Phew, mother boxes pulled apart. What the fuck happened to the mother boxes? That's I, a really I, good point. I don't know what happened to them. They didn't say. Did no. they turn into flowers? Is well, that what that was? Well, well I like, that they created life, that was, so yeah. I got the that vibe that right. they. It's like New Genesis. Yeah, yeah. So I. I think oh wait, they, maybe in more ways than one. Yeah. I was just making a Star Trek reference. <laughs> did. I did, but that. I also made a Kirby reference. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, I mean, clearly the mother boxes couldn't have been that important because after they resurrected Superman and there was only one mother box that Steppenwolf needed to retrieve, they just left it alone for like 10 or 15 minutes. So there was something gob, cut out there. So that they could go. I don't Superman. think Steppenwolf re- retreated. I think he was taken. Like, I got a feeling that... Yeah. Oh, at the end? Yeah, at the end. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah. I got yeah, the feeling yeah, that yeah. he was like... Yeah. 
he was about on his feet, and I got a feeling like someone on Apocalypse said, "All right, this show's over. Come here, come here. Let yeah. me let me dish out your punishment." But their whole little thing, you know, you smell that fear. That was that was badass. Yeah, that was classic yeah. Batman. <laughs> what uh, what did you guys think of how Superman came back? I was because I was a little, and I don't have a problem with it, dude. The it's just the last thing. The last thing I was expecting was grave ro- was Flash and Cyborg <laughs> yes. to be grave robbing. So weird. And then for just a straight up Frankenstein scene, yeah, I would I would be the way that he returned. Yeah. As as well, and I, I like the thought that he would just come back. I like yeah because yeah because yeah. yeah, we get the impression in the last movie with the, the, rocks, with the rocks yeah, yeah. Like, apparently that, that the robot it, came or the the Kryptonian robot came and took him. That's what I was thinking. I, I don't know. I don't know what it meant, but I felt like he was not really dead. He was just kind of sleeping it off. Yeah, you know. Well, but apparently he's, he's just dead. he's just resting. But <laughs> even he was even, pining he's, for the fields. He's, he's mostly dead. He's not all the way dead. <laughs> even, he's mostly dead. Even Bruce allows for that possibility because he says we don't know. Like yeah. which I like them establishing like that. that yeah, he's different he's like, physiology. Yeah, he's not have, a human. He, yeah, we we don't know that he's, he's dead. That was that was some smart writing. Yeah, there. I thought that was good. And I and even though the grave. Them yes, the Lois, was weird. she's hollowed out. I actually love that scene. I oh, it's a great scene. scene. I did yeah. the scene between them. Like the, two new, like, the two new young guys. They, 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 yeah. 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 they give him shovels and they're like, go dig up Superman's body. Yeah. I And I thought like I thought they were just going to skip past that and they were just going to kind of have Superman's <laughs> body. Like you were going to fill in the But they're like, oh no, we're going to dig up his awesome. I like the flash like, you know I could do this faster without you. He's like, but it yeah. feels just disrespectful. I'm yeah. like, go, dude. Yeah. But and I like, it, I like the character moment between them where they said we were both like the out, of, out of the group. Yeah. We're the accidents of the group. Yeah, yeah. And that Which kind of they had that yeah. bond in a way that I, you know, I'm used to a certain character like Flash and Green and Green Lantern in the league usually are the ones that bond together. Yeah. But see, you don't have Hal or yeah. any sort of Green Lantern on Not this yet. team, so. I like the fact that they had in Cyborg. I still, I'm still old school because I still think of him as a Teen Titan rather right. than a Justice League. Yeah. So this feel like having that moment with him. I was like, okay, now Cyborg feels even more part of this group. Although, and this, this, oh, this was the big moment in the theater. I think this might have been the biggest pop of the whole movie. Is when Cyborg said "booyah." Oh, yeah. yes, <laughs> I, I love that. I never imagined I would be and happy to hear somebody say "booyah." Yeah, right. It was, it was believable I was too. Like, was oh my booyah. gosh, that was great. That was so rewarding. He's like the most tragic character. Like talking about the two of them being accidents. But yeah. like you know, Barry he gets his super speed, but you know, Cyborg gets blown up. Yeah. Like he gets completely his his life gets like the rest taken of, from the rest of them yeah. get to like you know, still look. Human and pass and yep. normal yeah. society. Even and go out. and yeah. even yeah. beyond that, imagine what it feels like to be in his head. He's got with alien languages in his head. Constant yeah. uh, access to all information everywhere out there, you know. And he's got to somehow process that and not go insane because there's so much information yeah. at, in his head at all times, and well, this and has he, just been thrust upon him, and he has to figure out how in the hell to still go on and be human. You know, so like his development, I thought was the most interesting in the movie to go from he because in the beginning he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that he's even sure if he wants to continue existing. Right, at right. First. Yeah, because how awful would that be? If, can you imagine having that much information in your head at all times. Well, think about this. You know, everybody talks about Superman being 
you know, the highest moral character, the purest of heart, whatever. Cyborg has access to every bit of porn that's ever been <laughs> in the history of humanity. The worst and porn yet, ever. And yet he still gets up to go save the world. Like, wow. Well, I mean, that's some... That's some It'd be kind of depressing because not just I got porn, but like all this shitty fanfic too. Oh, oh God. wow! All of it ever. But yeah, that's true. The second ooh. the the cyborg Flash. Well, yes, and he's like, fanfic comes about out, me. He knows. Oh, and I'm so dirty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going back to the grave robbing scene, you know when they do it, like he tries to do the fist bump thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love they do the callback at the end when they save the world and everything, and then they finally yeah, do it. And I'm yeah. like, that's badass. And he goes, he goes for the fist bump. What do you say, racially insensitive or something? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah. You're right. Flash was more good than bad. It just there were there were times. I think it was less. He was very very funny. I was just annoyed. There was a lot of him. Yeah, yeah. It, he was so neurotic. Yeah. But I think, like, we talked about this after we saw the movie. If you think about his backstory, at nine years old, his entire world was, like, shattered. Where right. his mom's murdered and his dad goes to jail. So his whole life from that point on becomes about that. And about, like, dealing with his dad being in jail and wanting to get him out. So he he never develops any sort of social skills. Because all he's dealing with is, uh, my dad's in jail for a crime he didn't commit. My mom's right. been murdered, yada, yada, yada. So, like, he... He would be, I think, that awkward because he wouldn't have like a normal social interaction, like going through high school and shit. He would just be like, oh, yeah. And, and I was, I was annoyed when I saw the trailers with him because I'm like, I'm like, this guy, he's acting like an idiot. Like he's supposed to be like a crime lab, you know, badass, right? But, but that's then, not the story we're. Yeah, but then yeah. when they, but when they established, I'm okay. Like with comic book movies, I'm okay if they establish clearly. This isn't the character you're right. used to because of this. Yeah, I'm usually like accepting, you know, accepting of it. So whenever they were like. He's like, yeah, I'm wanting to get in a crime lab, and you know, bottom floor, and at the end, he finally gets in. I'm like, okay, so he's he will be that Barry. Now, did anybody else have the dumb knee jerk reaction I had when he went to visit his dad at the end and put the paper on? He's like, is he really getting his dad out of jail too? Are we really? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm like, come on, guys. Bruce Wayne bought the jail. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I own this jail. I own this jail. He's free. Well, that's actually possible nowadays. And that's why you don't privatize jails. Speaking of the... So, yeah, I like the fact that, you know, I'm in at the ground floor to get a friend. Because that's something that Bruce Wayne could actually do and would actually do. The Flash being neurotic, there are two Batman scenes that I was like, I just... The character moments in this. That's what I really... That's what we all wanted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody can do the action stuff, but it's the character moments. And... The character moment for me in the Flash and Batman when the Flash is like, I can't. You guys do battle. Like, uh, I can't. Like, that's yeah. the best part of the whole. He movie says, in my he oh, says yeah. all you have to do is just focus on saving one person. Save and I'm like, and then do. And this is like coming from Batman. Who you think would be like, come on, kid, get yourself together. Like, right. you know, you we yeah. need you. Like that kind. Instead, he's like, call, and this is the Batman you can imagine has a Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because um, he, we don't, we do know from his history that he's had at least one Robin. So yeah. this is. This is and and so yeah, he knows how to be Let's a say mentor. Worked with. Let's say he's worked <laughs> with at least one Robin. I, yeah, it's at such least. A it didn't end well. Whatever happened, yeah. You know, because right. you can believe it on on both ends of the scale. Because I mean, imagine Flash standing there going, "Okay, so Wonder Woman is a, is a demigod. 
um, you know, Aquaman is essentially a, a demigod. demigod. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Wayne is incredibly rich and has well, stuff and skills. But and on he's top like, of I'm that, just fast. How, like, how the hell do I fit into this? Like, how do I compete with this? We know and also that that Barry knows who Batman is. So Batman has a legendary status in this universe. Yeah, and right. it's actually I appreciated that it's mentioned. That I, I've got to let Mr. Otis upstairs. You guys find the topic. <laughs> the other, the other Batman scene I liked a lot was the one between him and Diana, where he says that you know Superman might have been an alien, but he was more human than I was. Like yeah, that was him and Alfred. Yeah, that was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was, uh, I was in the bathroom during that scene. Because he goes, because <laughs> you know, Superman, like, Clark got his job. Yep. He got a girlfriend. He got like you know, and all this stuff. And I, I just was in my vengeance mode all the time, like in focus. So like he was more human than I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was him and Alfred. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I really liked that they specifically said Batman's been fighting crime in Gotham for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. still a shithole? Because, <laughs> <laughs> because that establishes that this is a world of superheroes and not a world of men dressing up like bats. Because that's one of my big complaints about Nolan's stuff is he grounded it too much. Because the whole point is he's Batman for like 18 months total yeah. Yeah. in those movies. Because no one was like, well, a real guy wouldn't be able to do all that for mm-hmm. twenty years. And this in this universe, it's like, no, fuck it. This is Batman. Yeah, we're going yeah. for it. Yeah, and He's I got love a that long history of dealing with a lot of these crazies. And we've we've got to go back to the beginning. The penguins, oh, because they're they're two things. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. Been just, which to me felt like a very soft inclusion. Of prior things, it's like all the like stuff if you want to sort of look at the Keaton yeah. stuff and be like, a version of that could have happened here. Yep. Then, then they're saying, yeah, yeah. Well, well and that. and to further that point, Elfman in his score puts, oh, oh, puts God, these God. little oh, like God. he puts like yes. Batman, well, the animated series or Batman theme, right? Yeah, yeah. And he puts the old original Superman theme in there, Man. and he's like, so he plays around and, and says like. <laughs> Those things that you guys remember that you don't think is part of what we're doing now, it is exactly part, part of what of we're doing with yeah. It's all part of it. And I, I didn't know that they were... You, I knew about the Batman stuff. I didn't know about Superman. And when that right. played... Because you kind of figure, El- they got Elfman, of course they're gonna, he's going to reference his own Batman. Yeah. Right. right. But the Superman... So uh, but we got to go back to the beginning of the movie, because I, I do want to talk about these two things. Because uh, Mike and I discussed it before we started recording. Uh, that opening... With Superman talking to the kids, that for me, and and it wasn't conscious, but that for me was the moment where I just sat back and I was like, okay, I I trust him. Yeah. You've got my trust right now. You get Superman. Yeah. I did that during the first Batman scene. Ah, when yes. he said he's there, using he's a criminal to hunt parody. <laughs> yes. He's like, <laughs> what do you want from me? Your fear. They yeah. smell it. I'm like. Holy crap, that's the Batman I want yeah. on the screen! That was so awesome. That was tremendous. Because <laughs> it took me a second to realize that it was all... Because I was like, why is he just hanging him off the edge like that? Oh, shit, he's hunting parademons. It actually took my second viewing that from, to get that. Like, I, I don't know, I guess I wasn't on my game, but like I thought that he just happened to be out right, like, right. doing the Batman thing. Yeah. And, like, he just, like, corralled this guy and was... 
I just I didn't get it. Yeah, and yeah. then the second time I watched it, I was like, oh shit. He is hanging this him up there yeah, to make him be afraid to attract the parents. Yeah. Oh my god! And then, and then a minute later, the so guy afraid. comes hopping over, and he's like, "This is because he's dead, isn't it?" <laughs> Even the guy's like, "Crap! What did I just do? I don't know." Yeah, that was that was. And he was just some dude randomly robbing a house. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was even great. He like kind of sees Batman just starts walking the other way. Yeah, he's like, "It's, it's cool. It's cool. I'm just." And that Santa Claus. that moment, because it, to me that felt a little bit like a callback to that first uh, Burton movie on the rooftop, because you've got the criminal yeah. on the rooftop, and he's doing his thing, and then the camera moves and Batman's just squatting there watching him. Like, not even, like, getting ready to act or anything. <laughs> just sitting there, and he's like, oh, man, this guy is fucked. <laughs> I mean, they, like, it's stuff like that and, like, the warehouse scene that, like, really makes me excited to see a Batman movie. Like, a straight-up Batman movie. Because yeah. I really like Affleck as Batman. Well, Every swing. And, and hopefully they manage to hang on to uh, Matt Reeves yeah. to direct mm-hmm. it. Because yes. his Apes movies are freaking incredible. Yeah. Uh, now, honestly, I hope they manage to hang on to Affleck. I do too. I, I think I'm he's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, and like like you said, he is he's a fantastic Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Batman out of it, he is a fantastic Bruce Wayne. He's so believable as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he and uh, Jeremy Irons have a nice interplay too. They They're, do. Yeah, yeah great. Absolutely, I, he's I, a great Alfred. I yeah, thought it is. was going to be difficult. Uh, Michael Caine for me to get over Michael Caine. Well, uh, it's difficult for all of us to do. <laughs> well, so I mean, even Gotham, you have to get over uh, Sean Purdy. Well, Sean Pertwee's uh, he he's Alfred in in the crazy verse. <laughs> yeah, so that's, he's yeah, got, he'll, he'll always have his own place. Well, I know, but you you got that out. But you're right. You're right. Well, and Ephraim Zimbalist uh, from the animated series. I mean, his voice yeah. will always be Alfred. I kept hearing yeah. there was like, you know, all these characters added to this. We were going to see Gordon, we were going to see, you know, Lois, we were going to see, you know, Martha, we were going to see like... And you're uh, like, and oh my God, God, this how they But I got to admit, that I thought they coordinated it all really well. I mean, the inclusion of Gordon, like he's in, he's in a lot of this movie. Right. I was like going, like I thought maybe he'd be in like a scene, but he's in like, like four scenes. Yeah, and he's, yeah. Seen, yeah. he's an okay Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't get to see him do much. He just likes the, <laughs> the signal. His 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 cadence, you know you know where I think he would have been a great Gordon. I think he would have been if he if you could somehow magically replace Pat Hingle with yeah. with him in in the Burton movies. Yeah, he, he would have fit into those mm-hmm. very well. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, well, yeah, I'm not a big Hing, Hingle fan as Gordon. That's what but, I'm saying. Yeah. No, I don't want him in. I want. But I thought. But I, I thought want he was J.K. J.K. I want yeah. him in the Burton movies. I want Hingle just back in yeah. westerns or so whatever it is he used to do. So you're yeah, I mean, he's, he's a better. Gary Oldman. Well, and Oldman is tremendous. I, mean, I, he's I love Gary Oldman. Is right. like my favorite so actor on the planet. J.K. Simmons better as J. Jonah. Oh, for sure. Then, oh, yeah, hundred well, percent. Yeah. That's yeah. There's no doubt. He's, 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 he's been over the top. He's the definitive J. Jonah, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Oh, yes. for sure. Yeah. Of course, I always think of him in Oz, though, and once you see him in Oz. Right, Schillinger. Yeah, so well, yeah, that's the thing else. is getting. It was. Well, I remember the, seeing Spider Man and just being like, this "Yeah, it's almost uncomfortable." <laughs> seeing, yeah, uh, all you can think of is, yeah. is he going to sodomize somebody? Because I don't want that out of my Robbie, J. Jonah. Don't disappoint J. Jonah. But, I mean, you're going to get shots of Spider Man if you think that 
you know, J. Jonah's going to sodomize you, I guess. Yeah. That's like, true. Motivation. It's very true. <laughs> uh, let's go around and talk about uh, a favorite moment. It doesn't have to be your total favorite moment, because, I mean, I mean, you know, it's... <laughs> there There were a lot of great things in there, but just something you'd like to bring up. Jason. When Superman reappeared during the big battle scene. And, I mean, just because when he came down, I'm like, that's the Superman I've been waiting for. This shiny, oh, yeah. happy Superman. And even when he's talking to Batman, Batman's like, what do you need me to do? He's like, wait. Uh, civilians. Gotta go. Racing the Flash. He just like goes up like, what's up, Slowpoke? And then he's like, with the building. you get the left, I'll get the right. Flash got the truck. There's a building going. I'm yeah. like, that's the Superman I've been waiting for. Yeah. That was some stuff that would have happened in the Justice League cartoon. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And that, that, I love the Justice League cartoon. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for them to channel that in there, I was like, thank you. Yeah. I, if I could have gotten away with it, I would have given standing ovation right there. Yeah. Yeah. It was so ridiculous that it didn't fit in a grounded universe. It felt like something from the animated series. Right. Mm-hmm. Arian? Mm. Oh, God. I don't know, I'm thinking. Like, a lot of the action scenes were really good. Uh, I liked the uh, the scene with Wonder Woman and the terrorists at the mm-hmm. beginning, towards cool. the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Did you guys think that those terrorists were going to somehow relate to the plot, though? No. I thought they were no. going to end up... No. Oh, really? Because, no. like, they'd already established that, like, it's, it's, a, it's a world without Superman, and it's losing hope. It's just all... Things, right. Things are just kind of fucked in general. I just thought that it was going to... They, the, like, they would somehow be part... Although, I was thinking like, more along well, the lines of, like, Godfrey or something. That's, oh, like, yeah. a, that's like a hallmark... Uh, again, I'm... This hallmark Zack Snyder is to put in something that has no relation to anything larger, and then you try and make it connect, and you're just like, oh, it doesn't connect, and I'm making myself insane because Zack Snyder's insane. <laughs> anyway, talk about things that I liked. That Wonder Woman scene, the action was great. Uh, I felt like seeing her time kind of slow down for her in some scenes mm-hmm. was really cool. Uh the interplay between a lot of the characters, just like small things like Dana and Bruce, uh, Cyborg and Flash, uh, even uh, Clark and Bruce, like when uh, like, you, like I had a moment where like, you know, he said, "I brought you back because the world needs you," and then Superman was like, "Does it need you?" That was awesome. Oh, Do you God. believe? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. I like that callback. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I almost fun. thought they were gonna. Um, I got to tell you, I got. I was almost scared for a moment because they, you know, the contingency plan and the car drove up, and I'm like, it better not be Martha. Because <laughs> if Martha comes out of that car, that's gonna like that's gonna. Undo what if it? it right? What if it been Martha Stewart? Superman's really Even though it makes sense thematically, he's decorative. Like it just because that moment is so derided, they need to leave that alone. Yeah, they just need to leave that alone. Because, because, yeah, because when he died, like he had no idea that his mother was still alive. Right. So, yeah. So it would have been like, well, no, he knew. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, they team up. Yeah, you're right. I was not expect. I was not worried about that because the whole. Scene from Batman vs Superman where Flash comes back goes, uh, Lois. Lois is 
the key. Right. So, I mean, oh, I, I expected it to be Lois. I, I just want to know. Damn, you just like yeah. blew my mind. <laughs> oh, so you think that's what that is? Yeah. Because Whoa. if you brought Martha in there, it wouldn't have calmed him as much as Lois did. Wow. Lois is the key. Man, oh. that is outstanding. Holy that's shit. Good. And we're done. I love. Wait, that was impressive, dude. Um, look, I you know, like I said, all the action sequences are great. There's so much good stuff about this, but I to me, it really came down with the characters amongst themselves, between them, like each other, having moments, like the 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 moments between uh, Cyborg and the Flash. I've already talked about the moment between Batman and like Alfred and Batman and and uh, well the the other one that I think maybe we should that we haven't talked about too Batman and Diana their relationship like yeah. they seem like they have a strong connection and I would not be surprised at all if it turns romantic in some yeah. iteration of this, if they want to go with this I've always been okay with <laughs> me the, too the yeah, Batman and too. Wonder Woman and, then, and it, it really feels strong in this case. Um, you know, when he's throwing a date at it. Yeah. When he's like, say, somebody's having a date or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But they, he, they had a great partnership. Yeah. When he it's shoots out the Steve Trevor line to her, and you were all like, everybody in the theater, like, what back? That's almost like, like way bigger than like anything that Steppenwolf ever did. Like yeah. we were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love, she I love the shit out of him. But I love it though because yeah. Cyborg immediately follows up. He's like, "Why well, you were being an asshole?" I just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that scene. I was like, "That's great." But even yeah. the scene right after that, where they're you know they're having drinks and and he's like, "I'm sorry," and then they talk more about it, and I'm like, "This is stuff that like this is what makes these characters they're they're iconic." Yep. But the reason that we can relate to him is because of these moments. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to have moments like this. That's why we always talk about, you know, the Justice League cartoon always had moments between yeah. these characters. And so I think it was it was things like that that really uh, was the best parts for me. Because without it, it would have just been an empty CG fest. It makes yeah. them feel genuine. Yes. And not well, all the CG was that impressive. It, you, you have to... Uh, you know, it's great to see... Superheroes punching each other, but you have to have a connection to the the person punching. Yeah, I love the scene where the you know they revive Superman. He goes crazy, and they, it's the like they have to all fight against him. And I'm like, this is this is well done too. I mean, as far as action scenes go, I, I think I like that because I was invested in it. Yeah. Well, that was that's the perfect segue because that was actually going to be that's what I want to talk about is the fact that they just Frankenstein Superman back to life. And that they didn't belabor him. He didn't come back evil. He came, he back, came back disoriented. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the fight didn't go on and on, and it didn't feel like he was trying to murder them. It didn't, like, it It felt like, who the fuck are these people? Because Bruce wasn't there at first. Because right. he was like, as soon as he sees me, he's going to want to kill me. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Um, he's not wrong. And then, <laughs> once the fight started... Flash, you know, he's he's got Aquaman, he's got Wonder Woman. <laughs> Flash is like, I guess I better do something. He's like, I'm Zip super around. fast. I'm going to get around behind him. And, <laughs> and, and Superman's Zip head just like, very slowly, like, where do you think <laughs> you're going, buddy? Even better, uh, you saw his eyes turn first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, uh, oh, crap, uh, you're really... And Flash is just like, oh, shit. No, he can yeah. fast. And that fight between <laughs> them, the yeah. super speed fight, was... Uh, and, and uh, 
Where I've said before, basically just flash dodging for his life. Oh my yeah. gosh, that yeah. was and it's the, that was so beautiful because Flash is just fast enough to get away from Superman. He's just fast enough not to get ex- pulverized, right? Which is so like, right. and I so wonder if like it'd been normal Superman and not just resurrected, kind of disoriented Superman. How it would have gone? He would have just well. Here's, then, then here's the question because they left it open. Who do you think won that race? I think Superman lets Flash win. I, I yeah. agree with that. I think Good Flash Superman wins would. on his own. I don't think, think so. Yeah, I think Flash wins it because to me, Barry's got to be the fastest man alive. Oh, I and agree I, with I you on that. So, so I think it it is now. If if something happens during the race, you know, I mean, I'll, well, a lot of contingencies could happen. But I think straight up, I think you got to have Barry beat him. Here's what I said after the movie. Is they have the race and the opening of and this obviously won't happen if there even is a next movie. But the opening of the next movie is Barry talking about how he would have won if his suit wasn't so clunky, right, right, or something. Yeah, yeah. and, and <laughs> so he gets suit. his new suit. Or yeah. the opening of the next movie is them having brunch. But I also wanted to bring up the Not fact. Swarma. I also wanted to bring up the fact that nobody died. Yeah. It's true. That is a hallmark now of superhero movies, and I'm fucking over it. Parademon type. Well, oh, yeah. they don't count. But we <laughs> they're not even. People we anymore. didn't have that cheap Batman moment. Murdered them. Some Amazonians died. But but uh, Hippolyta didn't die. Right. Um, yeah. like none of our main. Pri- yeah. We didn't have that cheap death. Nobody named to generate died. drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we were and I appreciate that. Yeah. And we bit. didn't even really have a moment. Where they did the fake fake out death. The, the closest one we got was when Cyborg got lifted up in the air by Steppenwolf, and his leg got ripped off. Right, mm-hmm. and oh she God. was just like, "No!" Like grabbed Because <laughs> <laughs> at that point, she, both of us were just like, "Wow, Cyborg has like captured my heart." At right. that I point. felt so, so invested in that character. Yeah, and like he hits him with the axe, and I and, and Cyborg's like, like he brushes it off. Right, like, screw yeah. you, you're not yeah. gonna distract me. Yeah, yeah, that was his great. Leg yeah. I grabbed him. Her shoulder. <gasps> I'm like, yeah. no! See, I wasn't worried about that because you know. he transforms his body. Right. So I was just like, he's just going to absorb that well, leg and, back in. And I love that because that's what happened. A minutes later. They showed it. He's sitting there yeah. just like, well, let's put this back on. Yeah. But <laughs> when it happened, like yeah. I said, I was so emotionally invested right, in right, it yeah. that he rips his leg off. Which is what I, they were trying to get at. Yeah, sure. it like tore my heart out. And then logic took over and I was like, all right, he's fine. It's cool. Like back, yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah. But yeah, it was a, it was a big time. Like, oh, no, oh, I, I like, girled out, almost cried. If they had killed Cyborg, I'd be like, fuck this movie. Yeah, I'd like, yeah. like, like, what are y'all doing? It would have been like the mist for me. Yeah. It would be well. Oh my if gosh! We would have the entire. Let's film a missed ending for Justice League. <laughs> Batman, Batman's like, well, we're not going to make it. <laughs> oh, he runs out of bullets from the last one. No, oh, click, click, click. And then, Martha. then Superman shows up, and he's like, "What's yeah. going on, guys? Yeah, is everything cool?" Oh, oh three man! Minutes later, and they're all dead. Uh, Ryan. Damn. Favorite something um, or other. I really we haven't already covered it. Um, well, we did definitely cover it. Like my favorite scene for sure was Flash and Batman, and Flash was like, you know, I, like we said, you know, I, I don't know what to do, I just push people, and Batman's like, save one, and then he does it, and then he's like, oh, this is easy, and then yeah. he zips in. That that part was, like, one of my favorite 
in superhero like cinematic history. Like he I moves up to that. He saves the people. Yeah. And then he goes and he sees he can move the sword, so he like touches the yeah. sword. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's he's learning his place on the yeah. team, and exactly. I, I really like that. Yeah. Uh, and and he was believable as a young naive, like trying to help. Like he's a good guy. He's a good hero. He just, he just does snaps. Yeah, he just doesn't. Yeah. He needs yeah. 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 Um, but I, you know, I liked it. I also, I liked when Flash uh, first went into the Batcave. And he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like sitting around. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, like a, it's like a, bat cave. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that scene. But, uh, I don't know. I, I have a lot of, a lot of moments where I popped, honestly. And the, the after credits is one of the biggest ones for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, like, We've already talked about a lot of my favorite moments in the movie. As far as action scenes, which we haven't talked about yet, um, the the uh, Amazon fight scene. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. I thought it was so well choreographed. Just keeping the cube. Away yeah, from and oh. it wasn't all in slow motion. Um, it was a beautifully choreographed battle sequence. I thought it was. I thought it was so good. Like I had chills. You know, where they are, they're running on horseback and just, you know, keep trying to Shooting snatch the cube away from him. Just keep it away, keep it moving, keep it going. Um, I thought that that was one of the best choreographed battle sequences that I've seen. Yeah, in I thought a it was while. so. Other than in Wonder Woman, honestly. Yeah. Right. And and it wasn't just like me being like on the, you know, feminazi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. girl, it was a great battle scene. Chicks, dudes, whatever. Yeah, for any. It was, yeah, you yeah. could have replaced all those girls with guys or with whatever. Right, right. It was a fantastic battle sequence. Like all that, everything else aside. Well, and the great thing about that too is that it's story and character driven because you're like, well, you know, he just comes in and takes it from the Atlanteans with no problem. But that's yeah. the that's the difference between having a group that's defending it that knows what it is with a strong leader. But the Atlanteans, their leader is off doing. Whatever he doesn't know what he wants to do, he doesn't yeah. want to be yeah. part of it. Yeah. He doesn't even know what this box is really. Right. Like, mm-hmm. So yeah. this group that's guarding it has no idea what they've got. They're in chaos, so of course it's going to be easier. But you know, they the battle's remember. not going to be and right. And they and be, because they're kind right. of ageless. They remember that what happened. That water stuff right. looked yeah. amazing. That, that's yeah. why I'm getting annoyed by the people that are like, "Oh, it's a good movie," but like the effects were bad throughout the whole movie. And I'm like, "Did you no. see the Atlanta scene? Like that right. shit looked amazing." Yeah. Some of the effects, I agree, were really bad. I totally, yeah. Agree. yeah. But overall, Cyborg and Steppenwolf, like I was not. Overly. And that, but that was really about it. Like yeah. overall, it, no, no, overall, like it, like the uh, the parademons looked great. The parademons yeah. looked like awesome. all the yeah. weird stuff growing off of like when they're doing the unity. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end, looked great. Uh, yeah, I thought like the Steppenwolf's hat was like a little pewter. And thing. even even Steppenwolf, odd. like it wasn't even that he looked bad, and it wasn't even that I didn't like the character design. It's just that he was so noticeably CG. It was like the modern equivalent of that Power Rangers shit. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't first, know if we want to compare it to that. It's, well, it's no, it's not, the modern it's not, equivalent It's not of that. that glaringly terrible. <laughs> no. But <laughs> it's, it's noticeable, and you're right, it does feel out of place, in, given the context of the rest of the movie. And, like, yeah, you want to make him look like an alien, but, like... I will say this, though. At least he didn't have just a plain man mustache face like Ares. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> did anybody else feel like... 
did he, did he remind anybody else of Liam Neeson? I don't know why, but to me... Liam Neeson's? He was Liam Neeson's. I don't know what why. What about Dark Man? Like, <laughs> I thought he looked like Liam Neeson. Like, if you put, like, a little bit of spatula It would have been pretty face. badass if they just got Liam Neeson's to play. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm crazy. No, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I, I didn't come to that myself. I will for the sure voice, see it again in the, the theater. Sounds like Did anybody see it in 3D? No? No, 3D gives me a headache. No, I kind of want to see it in 3D just to see. At first I was bothered by the fact, like, it, you know, I was like, why did they get it, like, why is the villain all CG? I'm like, that's, like, you know, that's just a, or is this a, it's, it felt like a video game character. Yeah. Like, compared to everybody else. But then I was like, well, he really is literally one-dimensional. Like, they're not doing yeah. any, they're not going out of their and way like, to make him develop. And look, we've seen great actors in these superhero movies play these one-dimensional villains in the Marvel movies and in them. It's like, they might as well have just said, like, maybe they were just like, we don't even need an actor for the the bad guy anymore. We can just, because really, like, he was there to bring them together. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, it's just like seeing Ronin but I did Guardians of the Galaxy. I did feel like they told his story such as it was well. Yeah, Yeah. He felt grounded in like, history. He felt like he had a past relevance. It, 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 like, like, yeah, like giving that huge like a, battle. I mean, the narrative, huge like, battle. the narrative, was very coherent and competently done. Which is, again, not always been the case. With <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just was waiting like for the other threat. shoe to drop. I was yeah. like, he's yeah. not it. Like, you think that this is it for like what apocalypse can bring, but he's not even close. And I thought. At the end, we're going to get some... If we don't see Darkseid himself, we're going to get some hint that there's a greater well, evil Well, he says for Darkseid. He does, but that we don't see it. I, that's see, what I meant at the end. I, like, so I thought we were going to get that. I thought see, we were going to have a moment. I didn't, and I think maybe I... But that, I think I they was, just wanted, in the movie, they want the heroes to have the win. We don't want to have this cloud overhead. over things, right. right. Like, we don't want a part two is coming next year with Darkseid. You know, we want... We're just going to be like... If they bring Darkseid in... Like, I don't think Part 2 is going to be Darkseid. I think it's going to no, be... No, I don't either. It's going to be the Injustice League or at the Legion point, of Doom or right, something like at that. At some point, though, we do want to see Darkseid. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At some but, point, they've set it up. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like if you do Darkseid next movie, it's almost kind of going to be the same movie. Like, no. I, actually... Invasion. I think it should be totally actually, different. Actually, you're right. I was kind of worried that, that it would be like, oh, it's another Apocalypse movie next year. Right. But... The fact that they set up at the end and know it's going to be Luther and then forming a league, and you know, I'm get ready because Jared Leto's going to be in on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost surprised we didn't see him on the boat already. Uh, because look, if, I think they want to leave their options open. Yeah. I, to me, the sense that I'm getting, <laughs> the sense I'm getting from Warner Brothers, is that. They are looking very closely at the response to this movie, and aside from Aquaman, which is done filming, uh, going forward, nothing is for sure. Not even I, Wonder, 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 Wonder Woman two. Oh, Wonder, 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 Wonder Woman two is for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I but, but I don't that's because s- it like it's in the top five grossers of this year, it, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, 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 it's going to just. But, it, but as far as well, the sure. overall it's narrative of well, this, yeah, I agree. DC movie verse. Sure. Which is what I'm calling it. Uh, nothing is for sure. I, I yeah, don't want to see a League of Doom without without Joker. Joker. Yeah. No. I don't. I'm well, going to tell you that straight. I would. 
He's I, not part of the Legion of Doom. No. Joker no, isn't. What, from the cartoons? Yeah. Sure he is. Joker? Yeah, he's in there. Am, am uh, I mistaken? A little bit, not much. Well, okay, now wait. Yeah. Are, are you talking about Justice League Unlimited, or are you talking about the old Super Friends? I'm League talking about League. Challenge of the Super Friends when the League of... No, the Joker's, Joker's not Joker in there. No. Because we actually, we actually went home and watched the, the really introductions of the characters. Yeah, yeah, he's, that, he's not in there. Hmm. So it'd be Captain Cold and Scarecrow. Right. The Riddler, Solomon Scarecrow, Grundy, Scarecrow yeah, Solomon, Solomon Grundy, Grundy, Riddler. Um, yeah. Bizarro. Nope. Yeah, Bizarro. Uh, I guess there's they, precedent. They would Sinestro, be but I, well, let me just yeah. tell you that I don't want to see that. it. Damn it, Mike Gordon, you can't be so wrong I about this. I want to see the Legion of Doom that was in the Super Friends cartoon. Because it's cheesy as hell. Oh, it's like Giganta. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. man, I want to see Giganta. That would be awesome. It would be who then to have a successful movie by having a Joker in it. If they're going to do a Legion of Doom, however, having said that, I would prefer they recast the part. <laughs> see, I, I, like, I want to see more of Leto's joke. I feel like I just didn't see enough. Of that's it. a yeah. different. That's yeah. a different story. We got to wrap this thing up. Uh, I will I, say, whenever whenever they went into the cell, like Luther's cell, mm-hmm. and the guy was sitting there like laughing, I was like, "Did he get Joker gas?" Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Like, no <laughs> and then they showed the yacht, and I, I actually kind of thought that Joker would be on yes, that yacht. Yes, that's what I was expecting. Like they're already oh, because yeah. I had already made the correlation; they were all working together. Yeah. Like I, I thought he'd be talking to that's Death exactly Stroke, right. And right. the Joker walk out, and be like, "Ha ha ha!" And then yeah. he'd be like, "Oh shit!" You know, but I would just well, see his pasty guy, his pasty guy laying there with a bathing suit. You know what? Like, oh, I will. <laughs> say this, I can see Leto's Joker fitting into the Legion of Doom more than any other Joker. It's possible. And, you know, to your point, they could, you know, they'll, they always make the, whenever they don't have the Joker in the big Legion or League, you know, in a bad guy group, you know, usually Luther is the one that, you know, he's a loose cannon, we can't trust him. Yeah, so, that's part of the so story. That's, part, that's always part of the deal. Yeah. But, that usually ends up biting him in the ass, which yeah. is always fun, too. So, I want to see him play a part in somehow. Some way. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like Luthor could somehow use Joker's connections to the underworld to recruit everyone and yeah. then try to get rid of Joker. Yeah, and that doesn't like that. go so well. No, yeah. he comes back. All right, let's not fantasy script the next movie before <laughs> well, it even happens. So I hope to God for Deathstroke they actually give him a chance to grow his own goatee, and so he doesn't have to have a fake one. Yeah, because yeah. that was just. I didn't notice. Uh, it was. Oh, it was, God, it was obviously. But he still looked awesome. There was, a, there was a lot of facial hair related trauma in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to live? I didn't notice I it. I saw it twice, and the second time I was looking for it, and yeah. I still didn't see it. Like, I, know, I noticed it twice. It. I noticed it right well, in the first scene. The, wow. the first scene, the only time I noticed anything weird about his face, and then the rest. Yeah, the first time I saw it, like. I didn't like. I didn't know about that until afterwards, and in the first scene where he's talking to the kids, I'm just like, "What the fuck is going on with his face?" Yeah, and then, I like I read about it afterwards, like, ah, that first yeah. scene that his face looked weird, and then the rest of the movie, his face looked fine to me. But that I don't think scene, it was, was the like, whole movie. Then no, 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 no. no there were that just two. I noticed that, that scene, did. and there's a scene with him in the Flash, not the very end, but there's a scene like where he first meets the Flash, or something, where I thought, "Oh, is that's the CG." Uh, well, that could be that, or it could be the special effect so. to make him look going fast. Too. Uh, it was all right. Well, we got to we got to wrap it up. We got We don't want to end on mustache gate. So <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's go around and just final thoughts. Uh, Nicole, start I, with you. I loved it. I mean, we saw it twice. Um, 
I was literally at the edge of my seat the whole movie. Um, I was completely emotionally invested in all the characters. I loved that it was a character-driven superhero movie. Um, I loved watching, especially the development of Cyborg, I think, was so huge to caring about this movie um, for me. Um, and I loved, you know, Flash. And I, I loved Wonder Woman's development in the movie, where she's coming to terms with a lot of things and what her responsibility is as uh, someone with these abilities that she, like, you know. Like, she's like, yeah, I've been helping out, but, like, I've been also, like, out of the limelight and kind of staying in hiding and dealing with my own shit. Um, So I I, I loved all the character development. Um, And just how much I gave a shit about the movie. Like, yes. I mean, ask him, like, I mean, the whole, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, and no, and like, Both of us were, ha- having to restrain myself yeah. so I'm not annoying people in the theater, because like, I literally was like fist pumping at one point, I can't remember what part it was, where I was, I grabbed him like, yes, <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, oh, I'm being annoying. Um, I gave a crap about what happened in this movie, and like, was so invested in it, both times that I watched it. Even though I know what's going to happen, I'm right. still like, oh, you know, the second time. I I absolutely loved it. I cannot understand what people are saying negative about this movie, other than maybe a couple of nitpicky bullshit things. That if that's really what you're concerned about, like, why are you going to see movies? Because right. How do you, you have enjoy no joy anything? in your soul at yeah. all? You know, it was a fantastic experience. I loved it. Other than Wonder Woman, uh, my favorite movie of the year. You know, second to Wonder Woman, yeah. honestly. So, um, I really enjoyed it. I'm I'm extremely invested in these characters before I even go to the movie. So, right. like, I'm really excited to see this stuff actually hit the big screen. Uh, I hope that they don't hit the control all delete like on this. I hope that they keep this going on mm-hmm. because I, I I think that they finally have got their stride going. I feel like they're finally correcting the ship, so to speak. And I feel like certain characters, they have just nailed so perfectly. Like, I really feel like Henry Cavill is now the Superman that we all want to see. Like, I want to see Man of Steel 2 now. Really yeah, bad. Because I agree. Because it was, it was awesome. Uh, and I, I like Affleck as Batman. I'm really concerned that he's going to be like, I'm not doing this anymore. Because, you know, I mean, it probably sucks, like, having to, like... You know, not eat anything good and work out all the time. <laughs> and, like, it probably sucks committing for that long. So I could see why he would. But, you know, I, I hope he sticks around. Uh, overall, I really liked the movie. I had some awesome moments. It's, yeah, like she said, my second favorite aside from Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman's my favorite of the DC stuff. And then Justice League. And then Suicide Squad, Man of Steel. And then uh, Batman vs. Superman. But I, I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, there were several times where I was super obnoxious, and and like when the Deathstroke thing happened, the first time I saw it, I stood up and I was just like, yeah, <laughs> like uncontrollably, and I was like, why did I do that? But I'm like, I don't care, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was so hyped, so I, I really had a great time. And, and in my opinion, if you're going to the movies to have a great time, this movie's going to do it for you. It was very redemptive. Uh, it's not. We're not. Totally there yet, but watching this movie made me feel like okay, they know now, they yeah. understand now what what these characters should be and how to tell stories about them. And for sure. if they do stay the course, we're in for some incredible movies, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is what we should have been getting from the start. Yep. Uh, but I, I I loved watching it. I can't wait to see it again. I'll 
buy it when it comes out, but that's maybe not that bad of a thing. All. I bought a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, I own things. Mike, yeah. what about you? <laughs> I think it's fair to say that this is one of the best Justice League movies ever made. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. We haven't done our commentary on the... Uh, the 1995 TV pilot. No, no. <laughs> that is. I don't, know, uh, I don't know that 95 is accurate, but you know what I'm. Yeah, you, I know exactly. you clearly know what I'm talking about. Uh, from you know, I mean, like, like, look, we all understand. Oh. We all understand the bar was set pretty high there. So, uh, so, but no, I, I think you know the the uh, the fact that we were all worried going in. And relieved coming out. I mean, that's yeah. that's the that's the beauty of it. Um, yeah, it's not as as you know great as Wonder Woman, but that's not to diminish this in any way. No, no. Um, the, well, it's the, a di- it's a different kind of movie with different goals. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And in a lot of ways, this should have been called Dawn of Justice. I mean, this is this is the group getting together. Yeah, this yeah. is the dawn of the Justice League. Like, yeah. this is you know, and and to that point. Uh, it, it did what it needed to do. It didn't need an elaborate villain that we needed a lot out of, yeah, you know? Right. So you would have had to add, really, you would have had to add another half hour to this movie if you wanted a really good, great villain. Uh, yeah. But in that, but that's not necessary. We didn't, we, this movie would have suffered if it had had a great villain. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe. I, I don't know. I, like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to throw that out there, but let's just say, you know, it, was a good it didn't need it. Um, but as far as the, the people that they've got playing, the, the key characters of the Justice League, I am more than fine with every single one of them. Same here. Every single one of them can support, I believe, their own solo movie to the extent that I yeah. do want to see them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm curious to see, like, the, the last shot, I want to see more. I want to see where it goes. I'm, I'm invested, and I'm excited now in a way that I wasn't before the start of this year. Yeah. Arian? Uh... I think I'm overall less excited than the rest of you, but I'm also less invested in the DC characters. Like, I also, like, don't like Superman. Full disclosure, I think he's a boring character. Uh, I think that when you have somebody that's, like, that much more powerful than the rest of the team, it creates a weird, imbalanced team dynamic, and, like, it, like, kind of bores me. Well, again, that all comes down to the skills of the writer. Sure, and, like, they dodged it by ma- by having him, like, show up halfway through the movie, and then, like, for the next quarter of it, he's off dealing with his own stuff. But, like, I, like, I worry, like, Superman, individual Superman movies going forward with Henry Cavill could be good. Uh, anything where he's even paired up with someone much less, like, in a team setting, unless, like, he's fighting someone with access to Kryptonian weapons, is gonna be... And that's like a MacGuffin. Well, there are many, many, many excellent Superman team-up stories in the history of comic books. Yeah. But, and here's the thing, what works in comic books doesn't always translate so well to the big screen. So... But I mean, you could, you could make that argument for literally anything. Sure, like you could say that about Batman. I think there's enough like well-established, like successful Batman movies to like that argument. 
Well, there, species. but there, there's also plenty of translations of Superman to media. Yeah, and like, but I'm saying specifically, like stuff like the cartoon is more serialized based, and it lends itself to the strength of what works in comic books because you have like a season of episodes that are like what twenty some odd episodes. So it's like you're almost doing a run of a comic book. Movies more standalone. Well, no, when like, you talk about Justice League, you're talking about a 22 minute episode, right. self contained. You're talking about a, a 22 minute episode, but like you get to do an arc of like however many episodes are in a series. No, not back then. Really? It's literally a 22 minute story where Superman teams up with somebody and. Yeah, you're. It's been. It's been this is a whole other. This yeah, is a whole yeah. other episode. Yeah. We got to wrap it up. Okay, um, sure. I'm wary of, like, more Justice League movies, but I think that if they want it, like, I'm totally on board for more solo movies for everybody. So I, I think it's it's in a much better place than it was before this movie. Now, if your concern is about the capability of people to create good Justice League movies, that I, I, I think that's a valid concern. But focus, centering that concern on Superman I, I don't think is valid, but definitely worrying about somebody's ability... To create a good story, you know that's that's a concern. It's, it's weird too because I hear from several people that like they're like I don't like I don't like Superman. And if you like just like you know went on the street, you'd be like, man, nobody likes Superman. But when he shows back up at that final battle, <laughs> the entire theater, popcorn flying, people screaming. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, people love Superman. I understand the concept of not liking Superman. Yeah, I, it, I it, used it. to say the same thing. <laughs> Me too. Uh, and then I grew up. Uh yeah, I don't know. Like, and, and I will. I'm fully like everybody else in the theater, and I had like the initial pop when he showed up. Like, ah, oh, cool. But then, like, once it got into the reality that like uh, he's just gonna beat the shit out of Steppenwolf, and the rest of these guys were barely holding their own. It's like I'm kind of bored with everything now. Was that the first time we got to see the Frost Breath? Yes. yes, that was pretty. Sweet. Yes, yeah. we had not seen that in the movies yet. And that was a great moment. And then he he sets it up, and then Wonder Woman comes and bashes. Yeah, the mm-hmm. it was a really cool. Well, yeah, not only was it the first time we saw the Frost Breath, but it was the first that like that was the end of Steppenwolf. Like yeah. they destroyed his weapon, and mm-hmm. That's that not was possible. it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Jason, let's wrap it up. Love the movie. Feel weird saying that because <laughs> Snyder film. Not really big. Hey man, it's, it's, a, it's a Sneeden film. <laughs> okay, I'll go with that. But it's, it's a weeder. <laughs> I, I, you know, I loved it enough. No matter what controversy, whether it was mustache, mustache gate, Amazonian wardrobe gate, or oh whatever gosh, going on, I get started on that. I people just shut up. Go watch the movie. It's a great I movie. Heard You'll enjoy it. Glad. So thanks for coming out and talking about Justice League, you guys. And uh, can't wait to see what the hell WB decides to do with these characters and actors and stories going forward. I'm hoping, like, they just give everything to the CW and we get some, like, romantic interest. No, no, no. We're definitely going to end on that. Thanks, you guys. Sorry. That was fun. Thanks. You're welcome. My man. (laughs) My man. Next week is December, you guys. This year is almost over. What what's happened? Where did it go? Uh, but but I gotta say, what a wonderful year it was. 
so many awesome things, and we'll get into that. I think we're going to do a year-end wrap-up uh, episode. Either that, or we're going to do a looking towards 2018 episode. I don't know. The, the December shows are kind of up in the air, except for one, two, three. Okay, well, one of the December shows is kind of up in the air, because I've actually three of them uh, are, are pretty well planned out. So, yeah. There you go. I was going to try and focus on creators here at the end of the year, but guess what? It turns out that creators are just as busy during the holidays uh, as the rest of us. So I do have one awesome interview coming up that I hope works out. Uh, as of now, I have no reason to think that it won't, but we'll see what happens. And other than that, I just hope that you guys go to needlessthingssite.com, click on the Amazon box, and buy lots of goodies to help pay for this. Um, just thanks for, thanks for listening. That's what I'm thankful for is you guys who tune in each and every week, uh, who I presume rate this thing on iTunes. That's important, I guess. So do that, uh, spread the word, share the show, uh, put it up on Facebook, tell your friends. I mean, there's no reason to be ashamed of needless things. Is there, I, I would hope not. So spread the word, tell people. Share it all over Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Go ahead and share it on Twitter. I kind of stopped messing with that for the most part. I should probably do it just to do it. Just another way to get it out there. I don't know if it did me any good. But anyway, thank you. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trade of Vicks employee. And of course... It's at needlessthingssite.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.